So, you come to seek the divine wisdom of a god. <laughs> Many have thought as you do. Many have tried. But the words of a god cannot be comprehended by mortals. You must hear a story instead. I will tell you a fable. And if you can understand its meaning, you will know power. Hello and welcome back to Fate and Fables. I'm Matthew Jackson, your DM. Last chapter we listened as the two gnomes discovered the denizens of the prisons that Brimlock keeps underneath his palace. There was Pollock, the frogman in service to King Gub, brutally beaten and locked up there. There was also Hatterai, the half-elf merchant who bargained with the gnomes for their protection. The duo managed to thwart a squadron of heavily armed ashen golems by cutting the rope bridge that separated them from the rest of the palace via a rushing river. In this host of guards, there was Brim, who the duo managed to convince to betray the rest of his golems before he fled back up to the palace in a manic disarray. The duo managed to make their way through to the next chamber of Brimlot's dungeons, a cavern of sorts outfitted with a large obsidian dinner table, a nefarious giant demonic statue, and a gaping, yawning, crackling portal. That's where we'll join the two gnomes now. This is chapter six of A Jin's Wish. Um, you guys were wandering in, taking in uh, this room. It's quite dark, the shadows like stretch around. Um, the light source mainly comes from this portal. Um, so it's shed, so the shadows like dance away from it and around the stalactites that uh, around the, the cavern. Um, there was a familiar um, ripping sound in the air as this portal sprung to life as you as you came closer, um, like the crack, and it almost just like a rift in the air slowly started to tear open further and further and further until the entire mouth was just this whirling black and red and purple. Um, light and it almost like it's, it's hard to stare at directly um and both of you stand Vortex, there whirlpool kind of yes like a maelstrom yeah. um uh both of you stand there uh the the ripples on the the um in like the, the there's like a, a wind and a power coming off of it so that jaren's hair is like all waft back and forth just like going crazy and your turtleneck similarly is like rattling around your neck. So I'm in a black onesie basically, aren't I? Yeah, basically. Um, that <laughs> is I'm a choice you leather. <laughs> Everything leather. Various leathers. Yeah, so your leather doesn't flap. Um, <laughs> it's like stuck to It's me. taut. <laughs> uh, striding out of this portal as you come close is this... You, you see this sort of red face with dark purple eyes immediately appear. Um, I wanted to steal that golden skull. It's probably going to grab that skull. Yeah. Um, it has a very sharp and narrow head. Don't look behind the dungeon screen. <laughs> get a, get a higher dungeon. Don't look behind the dungeon master's screen. I saw your peepy little eyes. Of course you did. It's right there. I can see well, it. Emerging from this portal with a very pointed head 
with like it almost looks like he's a part of it like emerging out of it um is this long snaky like creature made of like reds and oranges he almost looks like he is made of fire um it's like like a serpentine person like the the top half is sort of like leathery red um humanoid and the bottom half is like that of a giant snake behind but almost like um like it, it it almost looks like it's grown to live in some sort of liquid like magma maybe um and clutching in its hand is one giant spear um and as it leaves the portal you see just a hiss come up from the ground as the moisture that's collected on the bottom of the the cabin floor just evaporates off um and he just like appears into the soil like (laughs) and there's just a moment where he stands like pulls himself up onto his spear so he's holding both hands onto it rears his head back and you just see these eyes like bead down into both of you gnomes who are about like 20 feet away who are you guests of brimlot friends of the world i would like for you <laughs> is th- i would like for you to roll a persuasion check <laughs> how is that not true i guess it would not be deception you're just trying to have a friendly friendly opening I'd like to know, it's, it's mainly to discern how well you... 19. Keep, yeah, thank you. It's mainly, <laughs> you, you as well. It's mainly to discern how you keep your composure as a oh, horrible okay. lizard-like fire demon appears from a gaping demon portal. Oh, okay. The tip of the hat well-to-do requires a little bit of... Uh, the tip of the hat well-to-do. Moral standing. Is this persuasion? Yes. Uh, 25. 25 and 19. Unfazed. Un, un, you both, you both just. We've seen some shit. Nod and greet. This is normal. <laughs> um, Are we going to not expect this? Where is Khedive Rimot? Oh, yes. Servant. He's still upstairs entertaining. And uh, Hadlam's indisposed. Yes, Hadlam the servant. Where is he? Where? He's very busy. He's a busy man. He runs this whole beautiful palace. They've got guests upstairs. They're partying hard. Who's going to serve the punch and dust the candlesticks? And who are you? And his, like, um, his hot face. It almost looks like uh, underneath his skin, uh, he is, like, fueled by magma. Um, and, like, a glow emanates off of him into this dark cavern. Um, and uh, he sort of, like shifts uh, weight onto his spear now that's sort of like propping him up he's like slithering around um, as he looks between the two of you how well, big is he? Uh, he's about nine feet long at, like at his full tall long long if you you imagine if you were to like stretch him out um, he would be maybe like 20 feet Jesus. well I'm Jaren um, this is a first for me I've never opened a portal before um, so Congratulations. I have come from the plain of fire, the brass city, for Khadib's offering. Check this out. I light the flame sword, a crimson king. Yeah. Just to show him. Uh, the magic drains from the ruby in the pommel uh, and flows up the sword, uh, lighting it aflame. You might like this. Isn't this cool? Um... <laughs> 
he uh, <laughs> you see in his eyes like he just he just locks eyes with you and you can see around his hands um, the metal spear that he's holding that looks to be sort of like a, a dark bronze or brass um, just starts to glow red hot probably not a good hand. idea Edvard he's fire this is fire Jared friends you <laughs> slaves that's a bit rude we're not slaves we're guests thank you very much we're okay. gnomes please roll so, so what are you guys just having a chat are you trying to achieve something yeah, yeah. you're <laughs> trying to keep things casual we don't know if he's evil or not well, he could be friendly exactly uh, he, he sort of like uh, stretches up his body like rears up a little bit further um, to, to try and like look around the room even further and like seeing it, it like dark and um, uh, empty of any servants what's your name roll a persuasion check sure uh, that is a third oh wait uh, then I ask what's your game <laughs> that's, a thir- roll of persuasion. that's a 13 13 <laughs> Oh. Um, seven. <laughs> it's so nice when the dice reflects. <laughs> uh, how shit we are. How shit you're the the the, the bullshit your that you're procuring. What's your game? <laughs> um, his his he sort of seems to like his face like contorts slightly. Goes. You may call me master. That's a strange name. You flesh beasts must be the next. Offering for the brass city. Oh, no, 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 no. We were invited by the djinn to come and vie for his wish. I he feel like we made good friends with him. He yes. slithers slowly another, like, five feet towards you. As he slithers, I start playing. You Playing what? The flute A that fl- I pull from my waist, my uh, turtleneck. What? I, I join him with my lute. It, 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 it echoes in the cavern. Please roll initiative. Oh, <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> Fair. Fair. Fair dues. Okay. Uh, what was yours, Jaren? Eleven. Eleven? Okay. Elven. I'm Elven now. You had pointy ears. <laughs> I roll it instantly become an elf. You, why are you saying you're Elven? <laughs> Eleven. Eleven. Oh, <laughs> shitty. Oh, you're just shitty. Just being shitheads. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you're lovely. Um, <laughs> all right, so the Salambar, like as you as you guys start playing this jovial tune, it, you can see like both of you are like in the corner of your eye, slightly afraid. Um, like no, no, there is there is real fear as out of this fear. morning portal. You're starting to look at each other like late one night um, in a tavern on the Isle of Joy. You two were having a conversation um, that went a little like, ah, I wonder if we'll ever get into such deep trouble. That we won't get out of it. And you gave each other like a look like, let's not talk about it. You both see that look again in both of your eyes <laughs> and you have a flashback to that moment as the salamander just lurches forward um, and the spear point goes and just like strikes um, fast and quick straight in Jaren's direction. And oh, um, right, like whilst you're like almost like um, like resting, not resting, but like leaning back to play your play your loot. Uh, that is um, it manages to you manage just to just duck underneath oh, it okay God. but you can feel the heat emanating off of this spear um, 
uh, and as as it like darts out at you, he goes, Silence, flesh beasts! Um, he then whips round and his tail comes mm. flying at uh, Edvard. Um, and you manage to just jump over it, just like you're, you're playing, you're skipping a rope. Um, but you do feel like the heat just like rush underneath you and it like almost like lifts up your beard a little bit with the, with the air rising. Um, but it is now Edvard's turn. Because we're feeling versatile, we're playing music, so we're like ready, we're like improvising and stuff. <laughs> we're and, like, on. We were on, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you were ready to perform, and yeah. perform also means fight. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the same. One of yeah. the same. It's one cool. of those gnomish words that's interchangeable. The same word. Yeah. <laughs> um, Crimson King is still lit. Yes. I should be. Yeah, cool. So I'll attack uh, with my scimitar. I'll attack oh, his back end. No. Okay. So. So. Well. Yeah. You couldn't have played played your flute without sheathing. Turning Crimson off King. the Crimson King. No, yeah. I can't use it. Can I? Damn. It was worth a try. He's fire. It's fire. I don't know. Um, <laughs> can't fight this fire with fire. You're trying to fight fire with fire. Literally. Yeah. That, that well-known expression. No, make friends with fire. Friends. I wanted to make fire. Just tends to fuel more fire. I thought it'd be like, tell oh, me, tell cool, me fire ab- sword. Okay, <laughs> guys. More, more character speak. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, so yes, I uh, strike at his rear end. His okay, so you, just the, come the at tail me. has just come over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You jumped offwards. Yeah. You turn. You turn backwards to face it, and you see it like slithering. I neck my flute. <laughs> you sheath your flute Turtle into your neck into flute. your neck, your neck closings, your your neck I pockets, po- neck pockets, <laughs> your inner turtle pockets. Um, and then when you bend, and then um. you <laughs> okay, so you, you slash down. I slash down, yeah, yeah, just a normal attack. Uh, yeah. One of my two normal ones. Uh, Fifteen plus five, so eight is twenty-three. Twenty-three, so that is a hit. hit. Awesome. Damage is five plus five is ten. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to use Starting Strike on that as well. So okay, so... Seven key points. So you, you use... You, you cut down into the tail and it embeds in. And you see like a bit of magma like spit up and out of the wound. And you use it as leverage to run up the tail. I have two scimitar attacks though. That's the first one. Okay. Yeah, yeah no, keep going. Yeah. So the second um, strike, I pull out of the tail. And I just like jump up and land back down again. Going for a second just normal attack. Are you going for the tail again? Yeah, yeah, just same area. Okay. Yeah, just going to keep slashing at yep, yep. for now. Um, uh, plus eight, what's that, 17? 17, yep, that is a hit. Beautiful. Um, two plus five is seven damage. Seven? Yep, right. and, um, I'm gonna use Flurry of Blows there. Okay. To get my, uh, extra free hand attack. So that's two attack. I can get up to four attacks a turn, I know that. You can, yeah. yeah. Two, um, blade attacks, I've done those. Um, and then you, uh, as a bonus action, flurry of blows. You get two. No, but oh, like, but, but flurry of blows only gives me one extra. Oh yeah, yeah. You see it's, what I'm it's, it's two, two, two scimitar, one unarmed strike. Flurry of blows gives is me the extra. extra. Yeah. So yeah. I'm gonna do my last arm strike. I believe you do a stunning strike at the end of your turn usually. It doesn't say that though. Oh, okay. Yeah, it doesn't clarify. It makes sense for it to be at the yeah. end though. Again, like. If it's the stun attack. Yeah, no, no, you're right. It just says that. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, so, an arm strike. Just going to punch him in his tail. <laughs> um, yeah, 23. Okay. So, um, what this actually sort of looked like yeah. in-game is like, you, 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 you jumped over this tail to avoid this sweeping attack. You landed on the side and did a quick like upward motion with the scimitar that like cut it open and then downwards again. Um, and which had him sort of like writhe a little bit, like turning over his shoulder to look back at you. 
and then you just sort of see the muscles like contort down in his back and like along his tail and you spot like the the movement of his body and the flow of his key and you just punch once into the tail and it just locks a muscle that locks another muscle above it and another and another until his whole body just contorts a domino nice yeah and then you just see him just like stretch his head slightly to the side and shake it off. Oh. Because the stun like releases his body and well, he just lets out a hiss. No, seven damage by the um, way for the unattractive. So, uh, total damage, do you remember? Oh. That's alright, I was writing them down as you went. Well, seven for that last one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, awesome. Um, that's me. That is now uh, Jaren's turn. Oh, awesome. Um, I'm going to. Uh, cast blindness. Blindness. Um, yes. Nice. Okay. Um, so yeah, I pull out my loot axe. I strum a dazzling chord. Yeah. Uh, runes fly out and shoot towards his eyes. Yeah. Um. So he. Do you need my spell save? No, I've got it here. Okay. okay so again, like you like your fingers dance across your across your loot um, as you sort of like pace in a circle around him um, and like a rune does like slip from your mouth and onto onto the cords and like dance across it and just like almost like the shadows around him like stretch up and so I'm like reaching towards his eyes um, and he sees it around and he just like uh, mutters a few words like under his breath in a language you don't understand it's almost like yes yes and like his flesh like glows hotter and the magic sort of just like dissipates off of him. Oh that's unfair. Um, oh. Uh, well it is now his rude. turn. Well before oh. that of course. Uh, no. um, <laughs> I'd like to give some bardic inspiration, yes, actually. Please. Um, <laughs> so while I've got my loot axe out And you're still playing. Um I'm I'm still yeah, I'm gonna play a little ditty from home. Yeah. Uh, which actually reminds Edward. Please please talk in character. <laughs> of course. So, <laughs> uh, I, I strum a little ditty on my loot axe, and I, I sing a little tune for Edvard, which reminds him of better times, and it inspires him uh, for some moment in the future. It, it's, it's a song about childhood. <laughs> is uh, this just, the inspiration is all just the lead up? It's just like <laughs> Edvard hearing you just being like, this is another one, and you're just like, oh, I love this one. It goes oh, I can't wait like for this. it to happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, I don't actually say it, but it's no. the thought. Yeah. Excitement, the build-up. Um, so uh, yeah, you, you you play that into the darkness. Kinetic can, energy. The yeah, you can see the the large sort of frill that is on top of, of um, this creature's uh, head is sort of like glowing a hotter and hotter, like paler shade um, uh, underneath it uh, as it he seems to grow like angrier and hotter still, like under his flesh, like darting back and towards, back and forth between you. Um, he. Feeling like the 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 pain in his tail, like swings around and just like lunges forward. Um, Lovely at Edvard. That is uh, twenty to hit. Um, yeah, you've hit. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> twenty. <laughs> Good one. Oh shit. Okay, so um, take. Uh, 12 points of piercing damage as it just like slides into like underneath your ribs it seemed like he was aiming for your heart uh, taking a guess at it um, but it just like slides like just like a few inches in 
and then like as it stays there, he twists it slightly and it burns, and you take, take another ten points of damage. Flesh beast. Twenty-two points total. Total. Jesus. Um, and like as as you like writhe from the pain and the heat of the metal, um, you see just like a cruel smile curl up his face, and um, his own laughing hiss joins the hiss of all of the moisture underneath him in this cavern, like evaporating. Um, it is. Uh, still his turn. Um, and Brutal. Fuck you a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. Just a little side. Uh, and his tail is just going to curl around you um, as it comes in Fuck. for a uh, hit. It does... Uh, that is not a hit. Like His tail like comes out like underneath you, but it's sort of like a strange angle and it can only just get the flick. And even though you've still got a spear in it, you manage to just duck your head underneath it and you hear like... Co over above you. Um, it is now Edvard's turn. Okay. I'm going to. So am I in its grasp now? No, he has no. Yeah. No, you just um, you just got you got poked. I got poked. <laughs> I got poked good and proper. Yes, All you right. did. Um, with a uh, uh, dancer-like with dancer-like grace, I I whip back out my scimitar <laughs> and I lunge under its chest. I, yeah. I, I slash at it with one of my first. Yeah, you like attack. sort of free yourself from from um, the from the spear, and it, it, it helps that he also like pulls back his arms as if he's going for another strike. And, and I use that momentum. <laughs> yeah, you use that momentum to like rush in close to his face. Yeah. Um, and I have the scimitar wielding outwards, and I slash at him. Uh, that's a eleven. Yeah, uh, eleven is not a hit. Okay, second attempt, twenty-four. That is a hit. Fantastic. Damage is six. Six. I'm going to use stunning strike. Well, um, so are you sure you can't use Stunning Strike and Flurry of Blows? Uh, maybe you can. <laughs> yes, you can. Yeah, I thought... It's like, why? Yeah, go on. <laughs> why not? Cool, so I'm going to use um, uh, Flurry of Blows as well. So I'll do my arm strike, my first yep. one. Um, that's uh, 21. 21? Yep. Okay. So so the first... The first Sword did not. That is a hit, by the way. 21. Yeah, that the arm yeah, strike. Cool. That's a hit. So five plus three is eight. Yep. Um, and then final unarmed strike. Okay. Um, which is flurry of blows. Oh, ten plus bardic inspiration. Yep. Three, damn. Thirteen. Thirteen. It's not quite. Damn. Uh, okay. So you like your your blade like curves downward forwards um, as you like rush up close to him and it just skitters across like this sort of like leathery scaly armor that he has across him mm. and um, as you like smash into him like the areas that you hit seem to like glow brighter as like almost like a bruise in parts but your blade doesn't manage to like Crimson King doesn't manage to find like an entry or like slice open a point um, but then you rush even closer up and as you like uh, you manage to punch and put the, the the palm of your fist right into his belly, like along where you hope some of his organs would be, mm. um, and you do impart some damage. But whilst you're there, uh, you take seven points of damage from the heat of being that close. You feel uh, your you feel your your beard start to singe, and like you you sweat start to profusely sweat. You feel very hot under your turtleneck, um, and like you can just smell like. The burning on your hands where you have like placed your hands onto his body that's a um, hot piece of tail how did he do oh jaren <laughs> oh jaren how, how did he do dealing with my stunning strike 
Uh, is he able to align so you, himself you... enough? So you like as you came as you like were right up in his torso and you placed your, your palms into those places, you like look up to see at his body and you see his face is just like locked in a contorted like pain and like anger and like you can see that the frill on top of his head um, is now turning like a dark purple and you can just see like smoke <laughs> emanating of it as like dust that may drift near it is just like eviscerated with the heat um, and like the, the, the around him it like glows for about 60 feet and you can see like the cavern there are like some bats hiding up in, in some of the stalactites uh, it is now Jaren's turn okay great um to start with, as a bonus action, yeah, can I get out my flask of endless water? I knew you would. You may. <laughs> Is that where was that? Was that just in in? That, that's that's just yeah attached to my bag. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's on the side of your it's, bag. It's on the like side. a water bottle. It's, yeah, ready. So this is a beautiful. So uh, Jaren reaches back to to his pack um, that uh, that he has slung over his shoulder and grasps a. It's sort of like a carafe made of a very light white metal um, and around it is um, carved in uh, a type of gnomish script um, uh, an enchantment that links it to the plane of water um, and he uh, <laughs> points it I, I run up to him Yeah. Um, I'm probably going to take some heat damage on his face <laughs> <laughs> on his face! I <laughs> says, knew Edvard! Says, Edvard, as you, as you like skirt around him, <laughs> dodging jabs. No, you're not. You, you're just sort of like, you're just sort of holding him in place. Like Chris wait. Pratt in Jurassic World. Yeah, with you're, the you're, you're, yeah, like you just got your hands splayed out waiting for your stun to wear off. Um, um, yeah, so I'd like to run up maybe, I'm going to take heat damage, so I'm yeah. going to clamber up onto him. You and jump? Just, yeah, I, I jump up on. I'm sorry him. for you. I'm going to have to make you do a, an athletics check. Of course, I will. But I want to say, as I'm doing that, I'm just starting to pour water on him. As okay, I'm running. So the way that, that 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 uh, do you remember how that uh, that works? That that particular uh, magical item. Please remind me. Uh, decanter of endless water. It is known as. Um, and so you have three choices when using the decanter. Um, yeah, you yeah. may produce, you may utter the word in Nomish, you can say stream, and it produces a gallon of water. You can say fountain, and it produces five gallons of water. You can say geyser, um, or spurtspurt in Nomish, um, and it produces <laughs> 30 gallons of water that gushes forth in a geyser 30 feet long and one foot wide. Um, and you can, whilst doing this, so that's your action, you can use a bonus action to, uh, oh no, as a bonus action while holding the decanter, you can aim the geyser at a creature you can see within 30 feet of you. The target must succeed a DC 13 strength saving throw or take a D4 of bludgeoning damage and fall prone. Um, yeah. Cool. You may do that with it. Or use it as, as you wish. But yeah. um, he takes a drink and puts it back. So there's a stopper, <laughs> there's a cork stopper in okay, the top as well. Cool. Um, so... I'm going to, whilst running at him, <laughs> screaming, yeah. I, yep. I, I uncork the stopper and I say in Nomish, squirt squirt, yeah. for a geyser to oh, erupt that's the out sign. of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for a geyser to erupt out of it and yep. aiming it at this like glowing, thin, purple thingy on his head okay. and face area mm. region. 
Okay, so uh, it like shoots upward at him and it will uh, deal damage. Please roll uh, two d4s. Oh, eight. Eight? Yeah. Okay. He does not oh. he does not fall down and you like you point it upwards and there's just like a low rumble and your the decanter like shakes in your in your hand um, and then just just like a torrent of water, just like almost like a beam of it, shoots upwards and hits him right in the face and his eyes close and he can barely move and you as it like as it like drifts off of him, you can see there's like steam rising up, his head is just like a like it, it's almost like um, it's very black, like almost like magma was <laughs> cool, and his eyes that open like straight after him, so like blink the water out are just like pale white. The re- the, his lower body is still that that hot red, and you can see that the magma sort of like spooling its way up. But um, you can see like a, a, a pained expression under his face, and if he could utter words at this moment, he would definitely be uh, cursing you. Um, it is now. Um, I'm going to oh. also give some bardic inspiration again. again yeah. um, back to Edvard. Um, <laughs> I'm going to shout to him. Um, I've lubed him up for you. Oh. Oh. I've lubed him up for you. Oh, I bow low. You bow low. You turn and you bow low <laughs> as your Thanks. as your reaction. <laughs> Thank you. Maybe a bit of a grimace because that was quite disgusting. <laughs> but but it's not respect. All the yeah, same. deep respect. Yes. Yeah, it's just Nomish culture is different to human culture. Let's let's be. Um, so uh, it is uh, the salamander's turn, um, and he just just like is still locked and contorted, um, and it is now Edvard's turn. Yay! Um, uh, inspired by the uh, now very uh, much cooler nature of the salamander, <laughs> I get very cool, and I use like. Do you groove? What is this? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's, uh, it's you know that like cool. Like. That where where you first before you guys were slightly afraid. Um, yeah. After locking him in place and cooling him off a bit, um, and you bowed like looking at Jaron, you're like, ah, oh, we're fine. <laughs> we got this. We're back in with him. It's now it's fun. <laughs> and before a, a hellfire demon came out. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so I'm gonna like. Just slash kind of coolly at his arms, man. <laughs> he's he's got he's got his arms. He's got you can just about reach without jumping. Although you could jump. Yeah. Like his arms that are clutching onto his spear. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Let's slash first at one of his arms. Uh, twenty-three. Oh, sorry, two. Uh, is that a hit? Uh, twenty-three. Yes. I'll use saying strike on that as well. Yes. Um, that's seven damage on the first one. Yep. Down to three key points. Ooh, running out of focus. Mm-hmm. Second um, scimitar attack, other arm, 26. Uh, 26 is a hit. hit. Damage is 9. Um, I'm going to also use Flurry of Blows. Two key points left. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. First time I might ever run out, boys. <laughs> yeah. Um, an arm strike. I jump up onto his arms, run up to his face, and give a little punch. Yeah. See. So um, 26. That's a hit. Um, that's... Ooh, 11 damage. Um, and then this is the flurry of blows now. If this hits... Fuck! Damn. That one. If that flurry one? of blows hits, I can do, like, all this other cool shit. Okay, so you, you managed to... You managed to hit... Um, so you... The two scimitars hit and the... And the, the armor strike, yeah. Um, uh, sorry, what's the last damage that you dealt? 11. 11. 
Alright, so um, you managed to like slash at his torso, jump up onto his arm, which is slightly cooler and like the like uh it just feels like warm or like hot under your hands and yeah. you like there's a big smile across your face as as like Jaren is like laughing behind you and you swing up and like slash him again across the chest and like it seems that like it like hisses and just sort of smoke rises up as you've like cleaved him. Yeah. Like there's no magma oozing hot and like just runny and everything. It's just like yeah. a cleave. And then you're like poised, like crouched on his shoulder as um, one of the unarmed strikes hit, right? Yes. Um, yes. And you like punch him once into the neck, um, and like a ripple goes down his body as you as you manage to stun him. And you see him like again, his body like is freed for a second, only to like lock into place again. Um, and then like you went to hit him again, but you just like l- just start laughing, and you just like. Pat his cheek, um, um, and the gnomes. Uh, this is why you were sent. You you must you you both know it's because you were you were formidable opponents. Um, we're it, quite skilled, but we have fun while we do it. Yeah. Yes, uh, it is Jaren's turn. My turn. I'm going to. I'm going to. Um, well, I guess I've got to restock on my. Uh, uh, flask of endless water. I imagine you did that just um, after shooting it. Yes, of course. Um, <laughs> I, I whip out my loot axe again and I strum on it whilst also erupting a trumpeting sound from my mouth. A massive. Upon hearing this, I begin dancing, <laughs> calling forth the mammoth god. <laughs> and you're, you're still on the shoulder <laughs> yeah. and you just bop up and just down, t- waving your <laughs> arms in the air. This is Jaren casting Polymorph and yeah. I'm going to become a mammoth. Okay, so a um, uh, Edvard reaches into as uh, to play along with the loot axe, leans down into his uh, into the folds of, of the his turtle turtle pocket, pocket, and blows a muffled tune out on on his yeah, flute. Yeah, doesn't take it out, just blows it. Yeah, pocket uh, flute. Uh, and uh, Jaren sort of seemingly morphs like as he plays, just sort of like ripples on his skin, like just large, thick, woolly brown fur just Duff. appear. And then just like they sort of swirl around him until he's just an orb of woolly fur, and then he just <laughs> goes about like twenty feet until there's this giant orb of, of fur, and then um, all the four, four feet, all yeah. the four feet just emerge like onto the ground, and then unfurls outwards. The trunk last while still trumpeting. Yeah, while still trumpeting. And the note that you trumpet does the sort of like ends the melody that you were playing off of the last, uh, or that yes. you were strumming on yes. on the polymorph. Um, did you use that bardic inspiration last no, time? No, still You still got that? Yeah. Okay, so that is the end of That's my turn. That's all I can do. It was a nat one. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Um, <laughs> can't inspire a one. Yeah. The salamander's turn, but again, all he can do is contort, and now his his eyes, his <laughs> his, his pale eyes. Up. You, you do see that the, the magma starts flowing back into his body and like underneath your feet you feel even through your platforms like Getting the heat <laughs> through the platform <laughs> shoes <laughs> but um, you're, you're like crouched trying to keep shoes. your balance um, but like it does seem like the magma slowly returns his body as like there's rage underneath it but you're also like so close to his head and you're like leaning close to see you can see that his eyes are like darting to you and to the portal like almost in, in a look of fear um, and uh it is at that moment um, that you hear behind you, um, not at the portal, ah, shit. but oh, just like, shit. just like, a, a, just like a, as like the, the the metal door opens, and you see just like sort of crouch to like get in and then like come up. Um, the 
your host, your the 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 red, um, the. This is gonna it's look a, it's so a dark bad. Moon, if I remember correctly, uh, Khadiv Brimlot, with his with his goatee, dressed in his fineries. Well, he he stands at about eight feet tall. Uh, he seems quite muscular, but he takes like slow and deliberate strides. Do you know who I imagine? Who? The Rock. <laughs> yeah, sort of, sort of the Rock, but with a much thinner face. Okay. Um, and I red. Let, and I small let out, horns. On I let out a trumpeting sigh. <laughs> okay, but you, you <laughs> well, turn, the fun's over now. You, you turn to face him, and he just walks slowly. Goes. My guests, it seems that you have found the other dinner party I was planning to host. <laughs> I whip out the flute. <laughs> you whip out the flute? Yeah. Um, it, are you guys, uh, it, it is at this moment that um, the salamanders um, strike ends. Was there, did you wish to continue fighting or have you, have you literally like stopped just to see what Brimlot's doing? Do I not have another turn? Well, you can, it is your turn. Before, yeah. before the strike? Yeah. Ends? Uh, yeah, technically. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to try to slice off the salamander's head. Okay, <laughs> so you laugh as, as Brimlot <laughs> comes in and then so roll the attack. Yeah. Uh, 19. 19, that yeah. is a hit. Uh, 8. Yeah. Second one. 18. Yeah. 7. Yeah. Um, unarmed strike, I'm going to use flurry of blows. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, fuck, one key point. Um, and I'm going to use flurry of uh, No, I'm not going to use flurry strike. I need that key point. <laughs> unarmed strike, number 1. 4 plus, no, it's a miss. Unarmed strike, number 2. 18, it's a hit. 6 plus 5 is 11. 11, yeah. Okay, so you just like, you, you see Brimlock walking towards him, he's walking down the carpet, and it's just like a quick glance and uh, a quick toot into your flute, and then just like you go back to just slashing at the, at the neck of the salamander, just like almost in time with a flute blow each time, um, and you cleave like once, and it just like cuts a, a gash, and then like again, and as you cut, the, like, cut again, like a little bit of magma just like flows out of it. Uh, take. Uh, two points of fire damage. That's fair. Um, as like someone <laughs> splashes it onto Warranted. your hand, but you're fevered in it, and like as it, as as it comes back, you just punch the salamander in the temple. You don't go for a stun, do you? I didn't go for a stun. No. no. Okay. Uh, but you dealt uh, eleven, seven, eight. What's that together? Nineteen plus seven is twenty-six. Twenty-six. Uh, Okay, um, he's, he seems to be like, his head's like rolling to the side in pain. He's like, Alice, who are these interlopers? Um, <laughs> it, he uses his reaction to say, um, it is uh, Jaren's turn as a, as a mammoth. <laughs> Great. Um, <laughs> crush me. Just kill it. <laughs> kill it. I'm going to trampling charge at this. Um, salamander. Okay. Um, so I'm just gonna fucking charge at it. I need to check what dice I need to use. Um, 4d8 plus 7 and it's a... <laughs> four well, that, that's if the hit is successful. So I've got to roll the uh, d20. Um, yeah, just a regular attack yes. as you stomp at him. Because yes. you might okay. avoid it. Yeah. Uh, is it 20? 20 is a hit. It's a hit, so I've got to roll 4d8. Fun coloured ones. So, a mammoth. A mammoth in the cavern. A literal mammoth. Dudes, and, and although you look at Brimlock walking, he still seems unperturbed by this event happening, this scuffle in front of him. But you just like... Just like start charging towards... Um, 
um, Edvard and the uh, Salamander. So that's 28. 28? Yep. Um, and... <laughs> I will let you take creative license with whatever you want to do from this point. Oh, right. <laughs> Fantastic. For the Salamander's life is extinguished. But Fantastic. It is, Jar- it is up to Jaren how he does it. <laughs> or the Mammoth. Um... I'm, well... What would you like to do? <laughs> what, were you, what were you aiming to do? I'd like for the tusks to eventually impale him. Okay. Um, and just to fucking trot on the corpse. I think I've got an idea. <laughs> okay, so you, like, charge forward. Yes. And, as, and your tusks sort of, like, Im, like go embed mm. under his ribs as you come in. And uh, Edvar just leaps up into the air and just lands Jumps softly on my, onto your back. The nape um, of my neck. And you just... <laughs> nape! trample forwards until you reach the edge of the cavern and just like crush the salamander up against it um please take uh four points of uh fire damage that singe the the front of your of your woolly fur that's Um, fine my health is now 122 you barely notice it um, (laughs) your woolly face (laughs) you barely notice it and uh the salamander sort of starts like writhing it just goes you shall pay for this, you fools! As you just crush all of the life out of him, and then you just like take a few steps back, and he just <laughs> drops to the floor and starts like his body starts curling up onto itself, um, sort of writhing, just as if like a, a, when a worm gets cut in half, it just writhes oh. upon itself. Um, Lifeless on the ground, and you just having hear, been like magma. Does it just like turn into like molten a you see, pile you see, on the floor? Yeah, you it... see it. You see like parts of it. Like it will take a few moments, um, but you see like parts of it turn sort of black. And you see it sort of hardening, um, mm, almost yeah. like cooling magma. Um, and you see from far behind you just the slow, the slow clap. Really, yes. Rimlodge, you're better than this. You say on top. So I may have made a mistake this evening. So you two gnomes, I placed you far at the other end of my table when clearly you are the most interesting people here. Your your voice sounds like Butterfield in my mouth. Thank you. Please, such civilized guests, take a seat at my table. And he like gestures to the side. <laughs> There's that like that scene table. He goes, I can't say anything. I'm still a mammoth. That's true. I'm keeping my guard up. <laughs> Down, Jared. <laughs> you, you say, you pat him. Look, like you're still trying to communicate to each other, being like, mm, not sure. Yeah. The, the rest of the guests, the, the, the very important people that I have invited, are going to be joining us soon. He clicks his fingers, and behind him, um, like, uh, sort of ashen golems start like again in like chain mail and like um full plate uh marching in with guests um that look to be sort of like um battered and bruised you see like the first two of them brought in and they are tied up uh with chains that are made of like a black metal around them um are lord and lady dawnstar um their crowns gone from their heads um the Lady Dawnstar's evening gown is like ripped at the shoulder. The um, bastards! Uh, you say, you're like, eyes are wide, this is no longer a game. Um, you see, like, Lord Dawnstar, he's had like some of his um, ceremonial armor, like, sort of like moved to the side. They, they both seem unconscious and they're just plopped down into two of the chairs 
uh, on this long table. You see, led in by like four golems, and they are all sort of like around him in chains. You hear like the clattering of chains. Um, is King Gub, um, who is he? Seems Let's save these people. <laughs> He is semi-conscious, but still walking. He seems to be like a defeated man. Again, like his crown is uh, is like off his head. Um, there is like a golem that walks as well that is just holding just a bunch of crowns just like on his arm that just seems oh. to be looped off. Um, do we recognize any of the golems? Uh, you do, but you do notice some of them, but you don't notice, you, if you're looking for Brim specifically, yes. he's not there. Oh. Yeah. Um, not yet, at least. The procession continues. Um, you see a, a halfling that is brought in um, that seemed to have had its... Uh, you you recognise it as the halfling that you sat next to yes. um, before. The, and the briefly talked to. Um, uh, you notice that the sea stone circlet on top of his head... Um, has been removed uh, Tiber Flipnook you remember his name to be um, and he is placed in a chair um, you see several elves are placed in chairs that have had like their, their garments like torn they, they all look bruised or like, like they were brought here by force clearly and they're like chained as well um, uh, and you notice finally like Hadarai is, is being dragged by a golem um, and you see this golem is Brim um, trailing right at the end um, and Hadarai is just like yes no I said I'd walk if I oh, okay alright and he's just like placed in a chair at the end and then just chains like looped around him um, all the golems then like go to stand at the side um, back against the wall um, almost like waiting to serve like all in a row Brim standing in the line as well like his his eyes like darting back and forth between you you and the mammoth Edvard and the Mammoth and, and Brimlot and it seems like all of the golems look very stern and concerned. It seems you got rid of one of my most treasured servants. I charge at Brimlot. That was the Jin's Wish, chapter six. Last week I asked if some of you would give us some feedback and some of you were lovely enough to do that. Yeah, so thank you. Uh, specifically to John from New South Wales, thank you so much for leaving a lovely review on iTunes. And uh, Alistair for sending an email that was very sweet. Um, also with a little bit of feedback. Apparently uh, a spook, Alistair, sorry Alistair, um, with some of the sword sound effects and some of the fights. A bit too loud. Uh, got him jumping when he's driving. So maybe I'll bring those down. Or maybe bring them up. I, I don't know. Um, depending on what feedback I get next week. Uh, yeah, it's, it's so nice whenever you guys leave feedback. I really appreciate some more. Like, we, everybody who works in this reads literally everything that's, that's written. There's, I mean, there's not that much. Um, yeah, uh, quite excited for the next fable that's coming around. Um, there's a nice blog post up on the website, fateandfables.com. Um, it's about letters and the integration of letters into your Dungeons and Dragons games. Um, quite proud of that one. Give it a look. Uh, the Instagram's going pretty well. Yeah, lots of lovely photos. Um, it's just saying my same old. Not much else to say, so uh, I'll leave it there. My name is Matthew Jackson, and this was Fate and Fables. <laughs> <laughs>